Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode 32 of Transformers Armada. It is past part two. This episode was written by Shoji No Key. And the last time on Transformers Armada, an eager, albeit hopeless, Transformer showed up at Optimus HQ and Hotshot was put in charge of him just as his old buddy Wheeljack arrived on Earth. And in this episode, his old buddy Wheeljack is still on Earth. Yep. Now it's time for revenge and Wheeljack gets the, I thought it was a sword, but I guess it's a gun and he blasts Hotshot. You know what it looked like to me was, um, maybe more so in the last episode, here it kind of looks like a sword, but at one point it looks like when Ironhide and G1 would convert his hands to like flame retardant. Yeah. His gun kind of has that weird rectangular curved shape. Anyway, he shoots Hotshot in the chest point blank. Yeah. And then just teleports away and Hotshot wonders why even though we spent the last 45 minutes of the last episode explaining why, you know, (laughs) this guy's out for revenge, we get our, why, why would he do that? We get our opening bumper. And when we come back, Hotshot wakes up in the infirmary at Optimus HQ and doesn't recognize where he is for whatever reason. Yep. Sideswipe runs in and Hotshot's like, oh, fuck, it's you. I mean, oh, <laughs> Sideswipe. <laughs> I'm so happy to see you. Uh, Sideswipe kind of catches him up. Hey, here's what happened. You passed out. I picked you up. Took you back here. And then um, he encourages Hotshot to remember the battle that we saw 17 times in the last episode, uh, and then we watch it again. That somehow he knows about, even though no one ever told him about it, but either way. Oh, not only does he know about it, Optimus seems to know about it because Optimus is somehow sharing the same flashback? Well, yes, because after the flashback, it cuts to uh, Blur and Optimus, and he's like, and that's the reason why uh, (laughs) Hotshot got assigned to me. He's like... Okay. And Blurry even points out he was shot at point blank range, but it, nothing critical was hit. So whoever did this can't aim worth shit. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, and then we find out that, quote, Hotshot has a disturbing past, which it sounds dark, but I think what Optimus is alluding to is that he's lost friends more than once. I mentioned, I think I mentioned in the last episode, similar to RC in Prime. Um, but, and this is very unoptimist, he says, Hotshot needs to deal with that shit himself. Yes, his disturbing past. And with Hotshot, Sideswipe's like, look, man, you did everything you could. It's not your fault what happened to your friend back there, right? You, you need to move on. Which he's... Right, because we see another flashback, or the same flashback, but it extends now, and we find out that Hotshot went to run back, and whoever this commander was of his said, hey, dude, if you do that, you'll get court-martialed. Hotshot stops for a second, and then is like, fuck you, I don't care. And he runs off again to find Wheeljack. And then the next thing he knew, he was waking up back at the base, because I guess the fire got to him. Yeah, it worked really well. He tried, but fate conspired against him. This is legitimately not his fault, but he has effectively survivor's guilt yeah i really love i i I know i already liked hotshot but this two-parter is making me like him a lot more uh we anyway we go back to blur and he's like you know what i'm gonna keep an eye on this wheeljack fella and then sideswipe uh runs in he's like oh hey fellas i just saw that hotshot's gone (laughs) 
He's left the base, and with Hotshot, who is not on the base, he's driving along at top speed, and Thrust, he's in the air, he sees him and starts following him, and then Hotshot's like, leave me alone, or something like that, and Thrust's <laughs> like, wow, these Autobots are touchy. Yeah, I want to go cry, uh, which kind of does. Well, anyway, uh, we go back to Rad and Carlos, and they're watching Fred and Vance watch Alexis play the video game, but they seem to indicate that what they're watching is Alexis control minicons fighting. Like, yes. is this a video game or what? Or are they making the minicons fight each other? And Rad thinks, well, it's good training for these beings yeah. that he keeps insisting want nothing to do with war fighting, which is why they fled <laughs> Cybertron in the first place. And yeah. oh my God, Rad, pick a fucking lane. Really? And on top of that, if it's good for them to get this exercise and Alexis and Vance and Fred are bonding over it, why shouldn't they be doing it? Why are you concerned on any level? Yes. Go die in a fire, Rad. <laughs> but now we're at the abandoned factory in the middle of the desert with no roads or rails or anything going to it. And Hotshot pulls up and says, this is the place. Wheeljack should be here. Why? <laughs> like, when, when did they arrange that meeting? Yeah, yeah. That it needed because Wheeljack does show up and monologues a lot, but it needed that line. You're right. Of, of Wheeljack showing up and saying, oh, you arrived. I'm glad you got my message or anything. Yes. But then Wheeljack monologues about things we've already heard for one minute and 15 seconds. Yes, I timed it. Commercial break. <laughs> and when we come back, Sideswipe and Blur are out looking for Hotshot. And with Hotshot, Wheeljack says, let me explain to you the rules of this duel. There are none. Well, then that's a rule. So what are you talking about? You've contradicted yourself already, Wheeljack. You're not so smart. <laughs> uh, and then Wheeljack attacks, and he cheats his ass off because he uses his teleportation. He fights with no honor, I guess is the best way to put it. Well, yeah, and I guess Hotshot can't recognize patterns because every single time he teleports behind him, Hotshot turns around and gets punched in the face. Well, next time he teleports, man, just elbow behind here or something. You know that's where he is. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. That boy's a beautiful idiot. So, yeah, Wheeljack... Jack, he knocks Hotshot down, and then he's like, you're not even trying. I'm Like, I'm trying to lay a beating into you, and you're not even fighting back. Let me help you up. And then starts lacing blows into them, into him, and this was really good. Like, it got mm. kind of primal and brutal. It's just a good old-fashioned fist fight. Yeah, and Wheeljack basically says, look, this is how it was always going to go down. You get any last words kind of stuff. But Hotshot just gets up, walks up to him, grabs his gun, points it at his own chest and says, don't fuck it up this time. Yeah, he is, Hotshot is in his dark place. Like, he's accepted I should die. Um, so th th he does point out thrust overhead. He's like, you, you got to do it because you're being watched, dummy. Yeah, because he's still flying around. Yeah, and, and then, oh, Sideswipe arrives, transforms, fires at Wheeljack. He misses and causes an explosion, which starts to burn the old giant. And this factory, man, it's huge. Oh, yeah. It's like Judge Dredd <laughs> Mega City 1 huge. It's massive. Anyway, it starts to burn, and then uh, Wheeljack just fires at the uh, sideswipe, blasts him. Yeah, it grazes his shoulder, and he goes down, and then Wheeljack teleports over to him and picks him up and uses him as a shield while he blasts the factory, lighting more of it on fire, and say, doesn't this bring back old memories, buddy? Yes, and then he shoots, this is this gets so brilliant in my mind, he fires another shot at Hotshot, blasts him in the thigh, and he just, um, Wheeljack that is, walks away with Sideswipe. Okay, he chokes him out, which, whatever. I guess Transformers and Armada breathe. It's happened so many times, I think, Paul, we have to accept that these Transformers somehow breathe oxygen and require it, because Sideways is choked out. Except for when they spend entire episodes underwater. But yeah, he... he 
puts the sleeper hold on him and drags him into the fire. And now we're going all seven here, I guess. Like, you don't do the shit unless the act itself has meaning. But uh, inside the fire, Sideswipe comes to, and Wheeljack has him chained to pipes or something, and yeah. tells him, Hotshot will never come rescue you. This is this is brilliant. He he has He's cursing Hotshot to suffer the same thing that he suffered already. And yeah. he, I'm going to take your new recruit, and I'm going to make him die the same way as I, uh, you thought I died. And on top of that, I'm going to let your new recruit know he's going to die before I even leave. If this is just, this is actually poetic. Shoji Tanoki, well done. Great fucking two-parter here. So he leaves a uh, side swipe chained to this pipe and then says, I'm going to go fight Hotshot, but he doesn't. He just leaves. And now more of this place is exploding and Thrust thinks, I guess it's time he got involved. He starts shooting down at Hotshot, but then Wheeljack is like, how dare you interfere kind of thing and shoots him down. Yeah, it, it, it's great. Well, we'll see how that pays off later, but uh, Hotshot, he finds Sideswipe. He sees um, Wheeljack run away. Oh, I forgot about this. Wheeljack climbs some tower or something, and when he gets to the top, Megatron's standing there, and he's like, oh, yes, good to see you again. Yeah, it's been a long time. Wow. And back with Hotshot, yeah, he can see Sideswipe on top of this tank and tells him, I'm on my way, but Sideswipe tells him, scram already before this thing explodes, and Hotshot insists, and then Sideswipe's like, well, then hurry up! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after they've talked for, like, 45 seconds. So, Hotshot climbs You're the tank. do it, do it. <laughs> he climbs the tank as it's blowing up around him. Uh, he frees Sideswipe, they run for it, and just like an 80s cop movie, they jump yeah. off this tank as it explodes behind them, whole screen goes white, they land. <laughs> this was hilarious. They wake up on the ground. They kind of come to. Hotshot's like, oh, are you all right? And Sideswipe sits up and he's like, <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> and just starts bawling. And now on the moon, oh. Thrust has his arm in a sling and he's got bandages Paul, on his Paul. head. It's on the moon. <laughs> and Thrust doesn't want Wheeljack to join them because he's nuts. I mean, look what he did to me. He shot mm-hmm. me down. And Megatron's like, man, can it? And he puts Wheeljack on the payroll. Yeah, so we know there's even more politics among the Decepticons now. Then we go back to the kids, and Alexis gets the top score in the video game and thinks, ah, oh, maybe I shouldn't play video games so much. And it's it's kind of, there's no real arc here. It's just like, oh, the kid's story ended. Yeah. And then Sideswipe wants to hug Hotshot. Yeah, he just chases him around the room like, come here, somebody needs a hug. And the <laughs> kids laugh like idiots. Wheeljack was saved from the fire by Megatron, and that's why Wheeljack is a Decepticon now. He owes Megatron his life, and he wants revenge, so look the fuck out, Hotshot. But hold on. When he encounters Megatron at the end of this one, Megatron says it's been a long time, and then he puts Wheeljack on the payroll to get back to the moon. So what happened after Megatron saved him? Did he just dust him off, shake his hand, and tell him, have a nice day, see you around? Why would Megatron save an Autobot unless he intended to get some use out of him? And if revenge is what Wheeljack wanted, why'd he wait so long? The Autobots had him presumed dead. They had no idea Megatron saved him. Why didn't he just come back to the base and they'd be like, oh, hey, look, it's Wheeljack. His hands are all smoking, but he's okay. Then find Hotshot and deal with him. Nobody would suspect a thing until it was too late. He'd get in there cracking his knuckles all set to bend Hotshot into fucking pretzels. But lo and behold, Hotshot's in the repair bay because he really did try to save him against direct orders and it was those other two Autobots who were willing to let him die in a fire. They're the ones you want, Wheeljack. If you wanted to 
go after them after what happened, Hotshot would probably give you a hand. He owes that one guy for punching him out. Drag them out of the base and set up some Seven or Saw movie shit and see if Megatron comes to rescue them after you set the place on fire. It'd be funny if he did, though. Like, that's his hobby, what Megatron does. Oh, wait. What if Megatron's the fire truck on Cybertron and he wasn't... Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. It was past part two. It wrapped up the past two-parter. Paul... What do you think of the future of this episode? <laughs> that made no sense. That was it was a good episode, I thought. It was a great thought. episode. It's it's another one where if you could speak Japanese, I bet it's solid gold. Because oh, yeah. you can tell there must be something that might have got lost in translation or even censored. Because you know, Japanese cartoons get they censor the shit out of those when they come to the States. Oh yeah. But yeah, but I bet the way it was originally written, I bet it was just perfect. Yeah, I bet there was a lot more honor. Uh, this one, like the the translation, obviously, it, it dealt basically with survivor's guilt. Um, but yeah, great resolution to a very good two-parter. Uh, Wheeljack trying to kill Sideswipe the way, same way that Hotshot, I'm making quote signs here, abandoned him, was one of the smartest things this show has done so far. It there was beautiful poetry to it. Um, every, you know what? Here's something else I have to say. I don't think there was, uh, there were a couple little scraps, but there was not a single action scene in this, um, or like combat scene in this two-parter. Yeah. No, like not a, like gunfire, like shooting from behind rocks or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. I have to hold the boom, boom shield while everybody shoots at me. None, none of yeah. that stuff. It was, this two-parter was like 85 to 90% character driven. And it, is together this two-parter is one of my favorite episodes thus far it, it this was just shoji tanoki my hat is off to you what a great two-parter loved mm. it and oh can i say this how nice is it that we have a transformer who has shown up that isn't a braggart yes finally <laughs> i like that side sweep is a schmuck <laughs> yes. oh i thought you meant wheeljack because he like even he's not bragging about his abilities or anything else really other than you know i'm gonna kick your ass and you're no match for me kind of stuff but other than that he He's definitely not like Blur or uh, who's the uh, or Thrust. No, he's not. He's not that bad. But there's a lot of like, allow me to tell you why you have disgraced my honor yet again. Yeah. For you see, the memory was five years ago to this day when Megatron saved me. It's like, dude, <laughs> I already know. So he monologues a lot. But Sideswipe just kind of shows up and says, golly gee, everybody, I yes. sure would like to shoot a laser blaster. And then he misses every time and goes, no. <laughs> you know what he needs? He needs a guy following him around with a trumpet and a plunger head who can go. Uh, if you want to see a couple. Wait, 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 no, no, no. What, uh, what are we doing? Oh, the next episode. What's the next episode we're going to do is a uh, sacrifice. Uh, if you want to see a couple guys who just are not worth it, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at person one Yeah, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. been a long time.